Welcome to the Chicago Beef League. This is Chip Streif, the uh, amazingly beautiful and talented host of this podcast. I'm uh, unfortunately joined by uh, a fellow named uh, Alex. Can you say hello? Welcome to the Chicago Beef League. This is Chip Streif, the amazing and beautifully talented host of the show. That was almost a good mimic. Almost. I, I, I am self-medicating. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, for those that, that don't know, upon return from Alaska, at some point in Alaska, I uh, have the COVID-19 virus, and uh, I'm in, like, the wait-and-see process right now. So, I'm kind of self-medicating like I normally would if I had a cold or flu, which involves whatever that stuff is that they, you know, that they make crystal meth out of. Oh, wow. oh okay. Um I think this is all just retribution for uh, us not catching a king on uh, Monday. I think I think this is retribution for for you poisoning last year. And I never <laughs> did anything sort. I never. I, I think honestly, this is the this this is what happens when you don't uh, catch a catch king. A king. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, yeah. So that was that was the controversial, uh, sad, it, yeah of our recent trip to Alaska where we went just background king fishing is it's more whereas halibut fishing and some of the samurai fishing that we do is kind of uh more prone to always getting your limit uh what you're allowed to catch so you bring home fish king fish is a little bit more of a sport fish it's uh there were like 40 some boats out on the same river as us and, and they're only with imagine three or four people per boat and uh we only caught 10 kings and i had one i reeled it all the way into the boat mm -hmm. enough mm -hmm. for a guy to say mm -hmm. that's a big king we paid him to say something like that no you, you didn't know. it was all no 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 for, for starters it was all kind of like heat of the moment mm -hmm. uh we because we we weren't expecting one necessarily reeling it in and um I stepped back on the boat. The guide got in front of me, and I think you were standing next to the guide. So I had no visibility in the water. Um, I only saw my fish from afar. But we got it up to the boat, and uh, it just booked it and unhooked itself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, our guide told me that it was a wild king salmon, which means I wouldn't mm -hmm. be able to keep it anyway. But I suspect that's what... Uh, all of the guides tell <laughs> the clients when when there's a fish that gets away. <laughs> we paid him a lot of money to be nice to us uh, and we help did. us catch and, fish. And, and that was of all the trips that we did. You know, guys, imagine that you're on this river. The current mm -hmm. is pretty absolutely beautiful. The current's pretty strong. This guy's rowing a boat. We were out there for eight hours, and mm -hmm. even when you know, like you don't drift down the river. The point is, you kind of want to stay where you are and let the current move the lure for you and do the work so this guy is like literally rowing a boat for eight hours with me on it <laughs> and uh i know that you know ken ken and brian and chip all got tired of me and that was our second day but um our guide was a great sport and uh at one point he had to get out and just walk up the river towing our boat mm -hmm. uh, we offered to jump out and and uh, and help him. Well, they, they did say no waiters, so that's mm -hmm. 
you can kind of wear to protect yourself if you're going to be fishing in a river. And they told us not to wear them. Had we worn them, mm-hmm. we could have been more useful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think I need a, a good pair of waders and uh, I'm just going to wear them every day moving forward for those trips. Cause it's just, it seems yeah. just in case there's it, there. Why not? percent. And then, you know, we're like, if you have to go to the bathroom, they're going to let you off on the shore somewhere. If you're wearing waders, you know, it's a little bit easier to, uh, to make it through the muck and everything else that you're going to be walking through. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so other than my failure to catch this fish. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Highlight of your trip, Jeff. Um, highlight. You know, there was a lot of highlights. Um, most of the highlights are marred by my frustration and ongoing strief luck when it comes to fish. So from the final day when I was, everyone caught a fish, their, their allotment. And then they turn around and just stare at me and say, Hey Chip, you can do it. You got it. You, you're doing such a good job for about an hour and a half. And I, um, I caught almost the, the allotment, but it was really frustrating. You had a couple that got away as well. So you would have had it. Yeah. So street flag is, is, is alive and well in case some people were uh, concerned. I don't worried. think anyone was concerned or worried. I, or- every, everyone. I'm just going to note that everyone probably was. Um, <laughs> and uh, but, but, I mean, just honestly getting a, a week away and in, in, uh, in Alaska, the scenery it was beautiful. I mean, honestly, everyone, the all the Alaskans were pissed off about the weather being so nice. Like 75, 75 and sunny. They're like, damn it. Like, I think that that's, was amazing. That's when I uh, realized that I belong in Alaska was when you know, <laughs> I'm with all the locals complaining about the sun and everyone else is like, oh, this is great. And it's like, oh, it's not supposed to be this hot here. That's <laughs> right. We were on this beautiful lake in the middle of nowhere and literally have to fly over the Cook Inlet into completely not uncharted ground, obviously, but uninhabited uh, ground. And we're sitting on this boat and it's, you know, sunny all day. So I'm wearing my tank top, getting a tan and, you know, food food for thought for those of you who want to try to find a summer tan and not have to go to like Mexico or Leningrad. um, You can just go to Alaska. Yeah. So I, I honestly, uh, you guys and uh, the environment and honestly catching, you know, our 50 pounds of fish, which we get to take home. And it's like a year's worth of fish, uh, which is pretty yeah. awesome. Um, it's yeah. great. And I mean, I guess the last thing is just I'm so, such a terrible fisherman. Like I'm I'm, you know, the, I made this equivalent on our drive back that the way that you probably look at golf is how I am with fishing. Like you understand the game you uh you understand the the objectives and um you're trying your darndest the whole time but you're not gonna shoot 90 (laughs) right (laughs) it's it's you need a miracle to to a certain extent i i'm 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 not like uh i mean that to to most players most players like you you it's not easy to to shoot bogey golf um and so it like I could pick up a golf club and shoot a hundred between 90 and a hundred. And most people can't do that. So it's like, I don't know, people who grew up a lot with a lot of fishing probably have a lot of skill and experience and I have almost zero. So, um, yeah, I, I think that all. there's a lot that goes with technique and it doesn't help that. I mean, think about 
we fished four days and we had a different technique, fishing technique. It, Every day. More than, and, and sometimes there are multiple techniques that we used, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, the bobbin, so techniques. Jig. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the thing, you know, the, what I would say is just, you know, we went to, one of the things that I really liked, we went to kind of did some more exploring this year versus last year where we stayed more close to, to Soldatna. Um, but we went to Seward, which is beautiful, and Homer, which is like super weird. Um, I feel like Homer is like, you know, the setting of some Stephen King book. Um, but um, but still cool to, to be mm-hmm. there. But I really like Seward. And one of the things that I observed when we were there, right, we kind of walked out into the Delta um, where, where a couple of rivers hit this Resurrection Bay. And um, there, you know, we're at various times waist deep, knee deep. And we're basically trying to snag these sockeye that are swimming against the current upstream. And so it's a lot of luck. It's, it's technique, but luck too. Um, but the thing that blew me away was not so much our guide who was really like our guy would, I think he caught one on the second cast. Right. It was right. Just, um, but there was, the there was another guide that went with a different group that was fishing in the area with us. And I think they had like, I think they had six or seven people. I think he caught most of their fish. Oh, really? Um, he was just like, he would see them when people, I couldn't see them and he'd run over and he just kind of, I mean, it was just, it, he was so skilled uh, in, in catching it. Um, but also the other really important part is knowing where they are. Right. So um, he, he had both of those down, but watching him just reel in and reel in and reel in as just like, wow, like that, that's a guy that spends too much time out here. <laughs> I, kudos to them. Uh, oh, for sure. I imagine, for sure. I imagine it's being able to see like the spin of a, of a curveball or a slider. Uh, just you either, you see it or it's you, practice. you don't. It, it's, it's practice. Yeah. It's repetition and into your golf thing too. You know, it's not, you don't shoot a 90 to hundred, you know, it's, it will be harder for, Someone with less it, experience, sure. Right, but with enough practice, you know, you can not saying you can get that good, but you can get better, Closer. right? You, 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 yeah. Right. Um, in, in particular, if you're always going to the same course, right? It's, it's kind of like if you're going to the same fishing grounds all the time, you know where they're going to be Spot. and what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's a good analogy. Uh, yeah. Well, I got nothing else. Um, but we're so bearing I, I the lead. Question. I have a question oh, for you. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Because you're basically coming from vacation to a different kind of vacation right now <laughs> where uh mm-hmm. have, have you kind of you know because of your exposure have you been excused from like parenting duties and all that ju- the jazz yeah but i'm I, I feel committed to help in any and all ways possible got it okay so i've put away i've put together some furniture that was delivered i put together the grill uh today i did all, i've done all the laundry um <laughs> i can just picture kate and the kids down throwing random pieces of clothing totally, down the steps totally. to the to the troll that lives no, in i mean it, it it's it uh i can uh, yeah it's it's uh i can't imagine um kate's probably re- really exhausted so i'm i'm very uh fortunate but this is like the fourth week in two months that this has happened but, um but that so. is that is a comfortable bed it <laughs> down there in the basement you know, it's better than the couch. Um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I don't know about that. I'm a, I'm kind of a couch guy, but uh, it is a very comfortable bed. Uh, having slept on it a bunch of times. Um, 
and, and you know, just just to to clarify, you know, at this point, I think certainly speaking for myself, I'm fortunate in that while I've tested, po- well, I tested positive and I tested negative, so I don't really know what's going on with me. I got a PCR test today, but fortunately, knock on wood, um, so far feeling okay. Just a little congested and tired, mm-hmm. um, and, and I think that's been kind of across the board. I think you were saying that you had headaches and stuff, but. No, um, I mean, it was like, it's so mild or so many little symptoms that it, like we were talking about, like it's uh you're not sure if it's the, like allergies or a cold, right. or just general cold. Right. I haven't had anything. The only uh, one thing this afternoon is about brain fog. I, I'm, I'm wondering if that's a real, if, if what I'm experiencing is that uh, like, it's hard for, so this entire podcast is going to be a fun exercise of this. I was going to say, yeah, this getting, is, well, getting my words out. Um, that, that's, you know, making sure, we, making sure we get this done this week before, uh, any other symptoms show it gets up. Worse. Uh, yeah. So, so that's a, that's also part of it, but yeah, I, I don't know brain like this morning was tough, but that, that was probably just because of vacation. And also, I mean, the other thing is what the halibut, we were up at three Kings. We were up at two yeah. 30. I, I wonder, I just um, wonder. Yeah, deprivation, sleep deprivation, like not eating very well and uh, drinking beer. We basically just have one meal a day for the most part. Uh, Yeah, and it it got some people hangry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay with it. I can snack, but um, I know some people can't. That's okay. Anyway, yeah, um, for for me, it's like I don't want to eat when I'm on the boat. Or when I'm like before I go on the boat, just because I don't want to have to go to the bathroom. Uh, so noted, noted, right? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, but then you know we get we get to a brewery or something. It's like oh yeah, like I'll have this and that because I haven't eaten all day, like, all day, all day. Uh, and you've been up since three a.m. Yeah, or two a.m. Yeah. or whatever it was. It was it, it's an experience anyway. But I loved it. Um, I love. Uh, mm-hmm. I really do love Alaska. I think it's the most beautiful place I've ever been. Um, it's just, it's nuts. It's, it's yeah. so different. It's so, so remote. Um, and yet, you know, with technology now, you can still kind of, you know, we, Oh, since this is kind of transition to baseball here, we, uh, pull, we pull into Soldatna on Saturday night and I've been staying in the same cabin that Chip and I stayed in last year. Chip and Brian were in a different cabin and turn on the TV um, they have Wi-Fi there, so immediately while I'm unpacking and everything, I'm like, I want to watch some baseball. Turn on, turn on the uh, you know the Roku, their app. Turn on the MLB app, and giant White Sox thing flashes at the top, and it's got Voila. like this now, like White Sox. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like, you know, maybe there's another White Sox fan here. Nope, no, uh, no, no. I checked, uh, <laughs> and then I was like, wait, maybe, maybe I never logged out. <laughs> Which was the case. I was still logged in. Uh, ten months later. Nope. Ten months later. And, and you know, I signed in to Netflix and other stuff, which I logged out of. But I kept the MLB TV there. Um, I suspect no one that stayed there in uh-huh. those ten months watched it other than me. Totally. It's... But, so, um, sorry, that was that was my transition to baseball. I, That's a good, it was a good transition. So we've, we've, been, the, uh, we've been burying the lead here. Yeah, well, I've been I've been uh, had the privilege of going up against Ken while we were both on vacation together. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I left when I left Alaska, we were tied five five. Um, 
and then the weekend happened but mm-hmm. it was it was fun kind of you know i being tied and not having a great week that far or thus far i didn't really do too much trash talking neither did ken no you guys were very kind we, to each other we were both kind of waiting it out because it could go either way i imagine um, it was because of the smell you, you didn't want to is like a skunk you didn't want to you know bother the skunk and then get just doused in awfulness so neither of you were really trash talking too much is that is that a, a fair assessment of the the week with him i think the last sentence works i'm not quite following the skunk thing but okay <laughs> um so sure yes jeff um mm-hmm. yes 100%. andrew velasquez hit two home runs last week guess how many hits he had all of last week three two Jesus. <laughs> he is home run and well, so i picked him up and he had like six steals and that was a month ago and he's had two steals on my team but he has hit a couple home runs for me which is fun he is little andy velasquez um i think man, i dropped him probably you had 21 home runs in a season that has seen most weeks end with home runs between five and ten uh so did you give everyone on your team steroids? What, what What's the story? I did. I actually texted Ken. It's very short-sighted given the fact that, you know, my entire team now will probably test positive and I won't be able to feel the roster. But so Rookie Odor had one home run and one hit. Okay. Byron Buxton had seven hits and five of those were home runs. This is astonishing. Is it? Yes. This is yeah, what steroids are supposed to do, Chip. Smooth Ron had six at three home runs. I mean, it was no you did it was no it, old bard. I, I think you're also bearing the lead here, which is that I think at we were tied like five five or no, like probably I think we were tied like eight eight going into the weekend in home runs. So yeah, all of it happened on Saturday and Sunday. All of that happened Saturday and Sunday and Friday and Friday night. Yeah. Um so I mean you, you had all the pitching categories. So Ken was leading all the hitting categories. I take it, and then, uh, and then you just kind of took off yeah, from there. And Ken somehow had like seventy stolen bases, which I don't understand. Ten. He had ten. He had a really good week, um, but unfortunately, he played you, and you went undefeated in breakdown this week. So, well, um, which is Ken... to be expected. I also plan on that carrying over for this week, but that's, sure, that's for later. sure, that's for later. yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, so, uh, on the docket here, we are, we're going to cruise. Well, no, we're going to shred a team, um, in a moment. Um, we're going to cover last week and, uh, this week and highlight our particularly wonderful matchup between you and me. That's clearly undecided right now. I think all the stats, we we don't even read off the stats through today. I mean, it's just irrelevant really. So yeah, I, I, I think so. So how should, how should we start? Let's start with just re- recap of last week. So I, I ended up beating Ken, um, had a great breakdown, which is fun. And um, Chip, how did you do last week? <laughs> so my note, my, uh, I lost to Chen. But the, the notable thing, I mean, outside of the fact his, ear, his ERA was lower than his whip, and he, he had a, a good week, not as good as yours, but a pretty darn good one. Um, the notable thing is that his breakdown – in season to date, he's two and seven against me this year. Two and seven. This past week was one of those wins. I, so every, sounding, most other week, I've been beating him. You're sounding more and more like me every day, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like an Alex complaint. 
No, he beat me. He beat me, but um, it was it was a little frustrating. I mean, he, like he, he beat me. I like there's no no way way around it. There's no uh, way to skin this in a different way. But his ERA is point five seven, and his WHIP was point seven four. I mean, those two stats plus his on base percentage, he had the week wrapped up. It didn't help that he had Trout, who whenever he plays, hits a home run and has a number of RBIs. Um, and I, my team just stunk the bed. Mookie Betts, who is, I think he won like player of the month or uh, like at least player of the week for the last couple of weeks. And he went two for 26, which I needed that. He, he did win player of the month and he did have a poor start to poor week. Woe is me. Woe is me. It is what it is. Um, well, I think, you know, I'm just going to go back to our pod from a couple of weeks ago where we just dismantled your team this is <laughs> this is not unexpected you have one good player <laughs> and you refuse to trade anyone else namely julio rodriguez and i think that once you're kind of commit to doing the right thing karma wise your your breakdown karma. in your record can you yeah. describe karma to the to our audience in case sure. they don't know what karma is karma is a uh an ancient buddhist hindu uh belief somewhere between nepal india china for all we know could be any of those places um and it's basically where someone refuses to do something that's in the best interest of someone else Mm -hmm. and is stubborn about it and they get punished for it so Mm. in this case you're not trading me julio rodriguez which is stubborn and mean and you're being punished for it uh okay um if that is, uh, I believe it's, uh, it's, it means action, work, or deed. Uh, it comes from Sanskrit. Uh, it often descriptively called the principle of karma, wherein intent and actions of an individual cause influence the future the, of that individual. In, good intent and good deeds contribute to good karma and blah, blah, blah. You, no uh, you, that, that definition sucks, A and B. <laughs> Like it's you a believe spiritual in karma? principle of cause and effect. I understand. Okay. That's okay. all. That's all. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's actually what you're doing to me right now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, your team sucks. Back to that. Ten beat you. Uh, what else happened? <laughs> what else <laughs> happened? What else happened? Um, let's go through it. Um, here. So, uh, Zavo beat uh, Jay. Oh no, Jay beat at. Zavo, and I think that the the big moral here is that Jay's team, this is a little foreshadowing. Jay's team had a good week, um, and we'll get into it. it it's not a uh, like a uh, it wouldn't have beat you, Alex, but it was a good week. Um, and had cro- the stats across the board. Uh, I'm trying to think of any player that really stood out. Uh, Jordan Alvarez, his best player by far, is only player that I have any interest on his team. Um, had a really nice week, 10 for 25 or 20, 10 for 24 or 10 for 23. Um, and somehow he had a caught stealing. Um, yeah. Let's go to the next day. Uh, Dave beat uh, Josh in a stunner. So, yeah, that's well, Dave is now tied for second place with Sunical of all teams. And we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. And Josh uh, is still in first, but it, it's it's nice to see him take a loss here. I believe it's only a second loss of the year. Correct. Nine weeks into the season, or now this is week ten. So, um, yeah, it's uh, Auto Dave. Congratulations, you're not listening. So, I'm no, not going to spend more time on it. Josh, you mm-hmm. are listening. 
You should be ashamed. <laughs> uh, I, you know, he had actually a pretty good stats-wise on the offensive side. Fine week. Um, his pitching was a a little lackluster. Uh, I wonder if his rota- I mean, he uh, his rotation was fine. Generally speaking, I mean, Mackenzie Gore uh, pooped the bed, but um, as did Jamison Tyone. I don't think those were bad decisions. Uh, he only had two relievers pitch, uh, Aroldis and uh, Mr. Suarez um, were out. They didn't even participate this past week. Um, both got injured, I believe, and he just hasn't replaced them. That really hurt him. Um, so either he's asleep at the wheel and he may lose for the next couple of weeks in those stats, or um, he did that somehow intentionally and has escaped your wrath of um, starting players uh, who are injured. Uh-oh. Thoughts? Uh, all of the above. <laughs> all of the above, Trevor. All of the above. Um, yeah, so uh, interesting. Both these teams, though, uh, despite being seven and two and six and three, their breakdowns are they're they're good, but like uh, I think that we'll talk about it a little bit. Um, they're a little. He's they're both playing over their head. Gotten a little lucky. Some gap wins and whatnot. That um, is my that is my sentiment. I, I think I look at that and I see that I'm tied for third place with the group of folks, and I'm like, I feel a little bit. I feel kind of okay. I, I don't think Sunny Six K and, and Auto Dave are going to be able to keep it up. Josh's team, you know, um, he's pretty good. Yeah, they're they're good. Um, I don't think they're seven and two good, but um, I think that his team's the best in the league. I don't know about Dave. Um, let's move on. So Sunil beat oh. low, oh. Oh. just low. barely, just barely. Um, Breaking my heart. Uh, so like the best thing I can say about this is um, they both had 13 stolen bases. That's quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really aggressive. Uh, um, Sunil's pitching was dreadful though. <laughs> that's what happens when you get 60 year old pitchers and you, I mean, he could have had Cookie Carrasco, and uh, that happened too. I forgot. Did I mention that last week where he accepted my trade and then it was like, oh, I fat fingered it because yep. everyone was like, that was a terrible trade, even though it was yep. totally fine. Uh, I did not call it a terrible trade. I, I still don't understand why he uh, retracted it or we let him retract it. You guys I, are too nice. You. you guys are too nice. Um, his uh, Chris Bassett had a bad outing. Irvin had a bad outing. Quintana had an awful two-week well, two start. So- here we go. Irvin's uh, now is Tommy John or thoracic outlet, right? Uh, Pretty sure. No. So Irvin's done. And yeah, Sunny 6K, dude. I, I, I don't know how he won a week where he started a two start Jose Quintana in the year 2022. <laughs> He's had like, a good start so far. Could have been 2018, um, and I would have been like, that's smart. Uh, 20, 2017, I've been like, okay, do it. 2022, ugh, that's just dumb, 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 dumb. Um, the dumb, dumb. No, Cole Irvin is not injured. Um, but anyway, that's one of their yeah. guys is probably one of their guys. Who? Someone else. Um, oh, in, 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 Jeffries, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, notably, Sunil's uh, breakdown dropped like a fly. Um, after this outing, this this past week, 
Good. Um, <laughs> Back uh, where he belongs as uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot. Of, I bet he lost six four to a lot of people because of his uh, pitching staff um, atrocities. Um, <laughs> that's wrong. No, no, no. I mean, just awfulness. Sorry. Uh, atrocious, uh, performance. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, Lowe's team is under, has, has had some pretty bad luck. Um, I, I, we should, I, we should take a look at his schedule, but I, I think I play him soon. Uh, yeah, I think I do. So that's a big W for Lowe. <laughs> I play him next week. In fact, yeah. There I close out with you, Lowe, and Jay. Um, so you're going to finish here on an 0 for 4 streak, which is wow. Wow. all but ends your chance of a repeat. Well, honestly, if that happens, that means the last uh, seven weeks of the year, uh, I beat Sunil and lost every other week. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so it's all worth it. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, would you trade that for it would beat everybody but lose to Sunil? Would you Would you trade that for where you are right now? Wanna, I'll have to get back to you next week. Um, okay. okay. Think on it. So we, we, we've already briefly touched on you versus Ken. Um, one, one little minor note, uh, Ken had some very sad pitching staff uh, outings. Um, we're not going to really dwell on them, but Mr. Thompson uh, gave up 10 earned runs and um, Mr. Cole, Garrett Cole, gave up seven. It was not a good pitching week um, for Ken. We'll leave it at that. No, that is true. Uh, okay, so then the last one is Vishnu and, and uh, John. Um yeah, I think Vishnu is never going to win again. And we have a, a serious. We have, no, I, I think that we need to uh, just to state the the obvious at this point that something's really a mess here. Um, yeah, he had two players that were active that did not play at all. Um, but I mean, everyone else played, <laughs> so it's not like he didn't really have an active roster. Um, you just had a really bad week. Um, so kudos to John getting having a good stats and, and getting the W. But um, yeah, Vishnu, I'm worried. We need you to step up. Yeah, step up, except for when you play against me. Actually, step up, especially because of Alex. That would be um, fun. That would be just fun. I'll leave it at I that. I feel like that's discriminatory. Nope, not discriminatory. I just, I, I like competition. Um, so yeah, that was last week. Um, and, uh, this week in week 10, we're getting close to mid year here. Uh, I play you, which we've already covered. It's a, it's a close matchup so far. It's, it's really not worth talking about. Um, and we got, uh, Chen versus Jay also quite close. Um, anything to highlight in this matchup? I just want to point out this week I am up nine to one after one day. After one day, it's like been four games. Who cares? Yeah, I'm just saying that's like really, really, really bad for you. Uh, what if I just have a couple players on doing double headers later this week so they get an extra? Couple I know days? you do, but I know you do. But my point is more so that uh, from looking at this, the fact that you Darvish didn't get shelled. Mm-hmm in a two-start week it means he's definitely getting shelled in Colorado this week, but later, but, uh, he could have gotten, sorry. Can you not hear me? No, no, I can't. Oh, can you hear me? Oh, my week would have been over had he gotten shelled today. So, 
uh, it's a little early to call that like that. Um, looking at your matchups this week, um, I'm. It would be a huge upset for me to win this week against the you, defending champion. <laughs> huge upset. I, I like how you're talking, but um, you only have one tough matchup: Cortez versus Tampa Bay, which is Shane McClanahan uh, on Wednesday. Everything else seems pretty doable. No, well, low risk. Low risk. Just need my offense to not be terrible. So, um, <sighs> yeah. So, in any you, case, all you right. Three home runs today. All right. So, Chen versus Jay. Uh, this will be an Jay, interesting matchup for Jay. Yeah, Jay needs some wins. What do you mean? Well, Jay's record isn't very good. It's well. It it's also a byproduct of the fact that his team is not good. Right, but in any case, Jay needs he needs to, to put together some wins here. This is this is not this is like you know the NFL with the Cowboys. No, because they always suck. Like the NFL without like um, what's a good team like the 49ers being good without them being good. Yeah, the that's like Jay, Jay's like the, the Patriots Jay, or the Patriots. Sure, Jay's like the Patriots or the 49ers. I feel like this is not a good analogy. Um, he does win somehow. Yeah, but I just don't like this. Anyway, um, basketball, like the Celtics not being there. Anyway, um, yeah, he. Uh, it, it's it's early. What about uh, college football? It's like it's like when Notre Dame sucked, ooh. and it was really weird watching college football. Mm. Even though like most people hate Notre Dame, but it's still yeah. like it's kind of like now with like Florida State being terrible, where it's like. When's the next Bowden going to come in there and you know start recruiting out of prisons or whatever? Like, uh, wow. Um, yeah. So think, his think about team. It. They have like the average age of Florida State athlete on the college football team is like twenty seven. Chris Winkie, for crying out loud, recruited straight out of juvie <laughs> into prison and gets out of prison at age like twenty seven and becomes their starting quarterback. And one us one Heisman. That's what I'm saying. And Charlie Ward was allegedly like 22 when he was there, but there's no way he was under any, like he's, he's at least 30. Let's just state for the record, since a lot of people who are listening, meaning the four people who are listening to this, three of them, which uh, don't understand what we're talking about. Chris Winkie was a, uh, he was drafted as a baseball player by the Toronto Blue Jays. Allegedly. For, for about six years. And then he enrolled in Florida state uh, at age 25. And then he, I believe he won the Heisman. He became the oldest person to receive the uh, Heisman Trophy at like twenty nine and twenty eight. Twenty eight, and then he was drafted as a uh, and served mostly as a backup QB until he was released about five years later. Yeah, because he's terrible. The point is, he had he, nothing he, to do with um, juvie or um, any. Well, so for starters, his juvie record would be uh, you wouldn't be able to access it. Okay, you mean his, early life his, on Wiki? The early life. Gets down in the in the details. Here. Wikipedia, buddy, you can't reference that. They're not going to go looking at the criminal records and things like that. Plus, for all we know, he could be paying his publicist to keep that updated with like all sorts of nice stuff. That's what I would do if I had a Wikipedia page. I think that people would be a little suspect if you had a Wikipedia page in the first place. I actually, I'm curious if we can get some uh, f- feedback on uh, 
what do you think Alex's uh, most notable thing in Wikipedia will be in the future? <laughs> in the future. In the future. I uh, uh, just, just, just that you guys know, coming back from Alaska, I already started looking for property there, and the compound moved to Alaska might be in order here. So, um, yeah, it might be my compound that yeah. makes me famous. When you trip up into Denali and uh, do a real, get real deep in Alaska. I, I don't think Anchorage is deep enough. I've been in the middle of the state. That's deep enough. <laughs> anyway, back to uh, beef here. Um, back to beef. So we have... We, we covered uh, Jay and Chen. Lo and Vishnu. Looks like uh, this will be a nice, fun, easy ride for uh, for uh, Lo. Um, nothing really to highlight there. We got John versus Josh. Any thoughts on who's going to win this matchup? I would love it if John pulled an upset here. You would too. Um, I, would I, too. I don't know if that's going to happen. It's not looking likely, um, but it's early. It's early. Um, Josh it only got a win, only one W out of his three starts today. Um, Alcantara, as usual, seven innings, almost eight innings, no W. Well, that's because the Marlins are struggling. Uh, speaking of which, I believe Jay has a Marlin on his team. Uh, that is terrible. But yes, anyway, continue. Anywho, um, next matchup, uh, we got the infamous Dave versus Ken. Um, Auto Dave will lose. You think so, huh? That would be I know dope. so. That would be pretty dope. And that would put two teams at six and four there. Um, obviously, with me winning, we'll both be five and five. So whatever. Um, and then the last week will be Sunil and or the last matchup of this week is Sunil versus Zafo. I know who you're rooting for. <laughs> when am I ever rooting against him? Against, no, for, sorry, for him. When am I ever rooting <laughs> for him? Sorry. I was like, oh, when are, we, when are you ever rooting against Zavo? Like or asking an American to when, root against a uh, root for Russia. Like, it's just, no, like, no. It's true. That is akin to uh, tre- uh, treason. Right. So it's Cold, it's cold War. Um, in any case, I, I'm we're all rooting for Zavo, I think, uh, What's the in, like the polar inverse or whatever of um uh this is this is my brain fog kicking in. It's the polar vortex. What's the polar opposite of the polar vortex? No. Anyway, I, I lost my train of thought on that one. <laughs> it, it, we we were only like thirty minutes in. I've already lost. Yes, I know. Already I know. lost it. Um, well, so hey, you know this this I think it's a good we, we've done this week's matchups. Let's go ahead and take a break here so you guys can hear from our sponsors and we can collect ourselves and um, then we'll get back at it. Sure, let me get it one more beer. Welcome back. Chip, how are we feeling? Collected, calm, cool? Always, always. I'm what, what, some what year is this? What year is this? A uh, great question. 1990. Oh, sh- shoot. Okay. All exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. So we are going to spend uh, just a couple minutes on uh, our wonderful friend, the Battle of Evermore, Jay. And, um, get, and just talk about some of his decision-making or lack thereof, some of his players, 
some of whom are not very good and uh, maybe give him some, some advice. What do you think? I like the sound of that. Yeah. I think we can, we can definitely give him some advice. Um, so how should we start? Just go position by position or should we... I think we can start by just saying, you know, you're in trouble when your best player is CJ Crones. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's well, uh, you're, as I said at the beginning, Jordan Alvarez is his best player. Um, well, CJ Crones and Jordan Alvarez are his best players and that's it. Well, okay. Let's before we get into his actual roster, can we spend thirty seconds on his uh, intro to the season uh, in the outlook for the season before he all these terrible roster decisions? Sure. So I'm scrolling down to his the Battle of Evermore. So if I remember right, going into the year, he uh, had very few keepers for this next year. Right? He was thin on keepers, so he was he was angling for some youth. Um, one to three players on his team, correct? Sure. I don't know if that's the way he would see it. I, if, that was my take. Um, <clears throat> so it, going into the year, he had some gaps in his roster. Um, he had Trevor Story and Jordan Alvarez and a couple pitchers here and there. Um, who, what are the, the other uh, guys? Who are pitchers that are any good? Uh, he redrafted no, uh, Nola and Bieber are I they're they're the guys that people put somewhere near the top ten that I just have never and Freed. Well, Freed, yeah, Freed. What was that all of last year or whatever or something, right? Uh, I thought that was the other guy, the other brave. In any case, Sorotka is still out. Sorotka, In any yeah. case, or, um, or as uh, Achilles. So he had those three. Um, keepers and then he had uh well the point is of, of the top 10 pitchers that are the top 15 guys bieber and nola are always included there and i've sure. just never been a big fan of either one yeah so he had alvarez castellanos uh, uh, uh willie adames and story and i'm missing one other i think it's an injury right dylan carlson and Chris Bryant. I think that's it. That's his 10. Chris Bryant has been on the IL practically all year. All season. Season. Yeah. All season. Um, he's played, he's played, uh, I believe two games. He came back for two games and hurt himself again. He played, he's played 17 games so far, but he's been largely just useless. So that's a zero basically. And Dylan Carlson has been pretty awful. Under, underwhelming. Underwhelming with a, a big H there. Um, so two of his keepers are zeros. Um, so he's playing with a not loaded hand going into this year. Um, and with the draft, I'm not. We're not going to go through all the picks, obviously. But he uh, made one good pick, CJ Crones. CJ Crone in the third round. I, yeah. I mean, Dansby Swanson hasn't been. That's a good point. Swanson's not awful, bad. but he hasn't been that great um, either. I mean, I mean, I, I would take it. Seven home runs, nine stolen bases. It's not a uh, problem. Um, everyone else has, has not necessarily lit the world on fire. So anyway, it, his draft hasn't been maybe as strong as he wanted it. That's all. Um, that, I mean, the other thing I'll just point out is in terms of the weakness of his team, keep in mind that he divested himself of both Max Muncy, who's the worst, and Chad Bellingham, who is also bad, or whatever his name is, Cody Bellinger. Mm. Corey, 
Cody, no. Cody, Cody Bellinger. Yeah, that's a good point. Like he had some sinking uh, boats, uh, sinking for, assets. Yes. And so I think he had, he was in a tough spot with some of his keepers. Like for example, Castellanos is at least 40 years old, cannot run. Uh, <laughs> also probably has some type of uh, sickness because he's lost a lot of weight here. Uh, or, he and, got, or he got healthy. Um, but yeah. then, but then, you know, looking at that and then uh, again, to your point, like Bryant, like that's just a tough. Yeah. And so, so he had some tough cuts to make, I think was the point that I just wanted to break out and, and, and he is trying to go young, but um, you know, like the Adamas keeping Adamas, I think that was a good move. He, I forget, forget how that worked out. There was someone else that he was targeting to keep as a one to three who got hurt and he was going to yeah. kind of wait, wait and see, but that turned out to be good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I honestly, his pitching staff is uh, a mishmash of just guys that I don't really like um, Alex Wood, whatever Spencer Strider, maybe Pavetta has Pavetta had a decent year. I probably, but just, uh, I don't know guys that I'm, not too excited about and, and to your point like if i was going to trade for anyone on this team it would be jordan alvarez yeah I, honestly if you look at the stats of just his pitching stuff it's it, it's actually kind of surprisingly fine um bieber freed and nola um are who they are um and i you know i would take them on my team um pavetta's actually had a pretty decent um start with boston um this year very surprising stats. Spencer Strider was a reliever converted. Right. Um, he converted. And, he's, and he's only been on a couple starts, so it's hard to see, but uh, I think the, uh, the reports have been positive that he's going to build up. Um, and Alex Wood has been fine. I mean, it's not nothing crazy, but if, as your number six starter and given all the other things going on with his roster, it, it's not the worst. Um, Eddie Rodriguez, we should just point out uh, today went on restricted list, which do we have any idea what that means? Yeah, so Personal. it basically means he's he is not getting paid, he is not there, and it's his choice. So uh, I I don't know what what I read uh, was basically that it's you know personal reasons, which can be any number of different things, and and of course he is a cancer survivor, so I really don't like making fun of you know if it is something health wise or it is something. He's not um, a cancer survivor. He had he a, a heart. He had a heart arrhythmia. Uh, I thought COVID. he had leukemia. I'm thinking of uh, of uh, Carlos Koki. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, so Eddie Rodriguez has a new heart. So if there I, you go. if I may That's just spend a, a moment say that I actually really like uh, Ashby, um, Aaron Ashby, who who's just struggled. So maybe I need to uh, ask him if he want, if he's interested in, in dealing him. Um, I've been, I I wanted to wait until he would became a, he got a slot with the Brewers and uh, just earlier scouts reports were just that he he might be the next uh, Brewer that has a really good uh, start anyway um, back I rotation his uh, closers are who they are um, nothing really all that interesting because Devin Williams is, and Gallegos are two of his um, mainstays from previous years he likes them. Um, so anyway, his team's a little thin on top end 
Rakers, correct? Is that kind of your feeling? It's just Jordan and yeah, Castellanos, I, and that's it, right? I remember um, Trevor Story I, having a weak start is really not helpful. He did have a bad start, yeah. And, and I think he's more back to normal. But I, one of the things that I remember after the draft, you know, the CBS projections, which mean nothing, but the CBS projections had his team, like everyone on his team was at like 30 home runs. <laughs> I just remember think, thinking like, oh my God. Um, and interestingly, right. I think, especially now that we've seen whether it's the ball and, and now they've changed the ball back as of the end of May or whatever, but between like, I, I'm looking at his team. I'm just like, I'll take the under on almost all those guys that, yeah. uh, and, and then there are a couple guys there like, uh, um, I'm thinking of in particular, like Duval, who's like just a hole for everything, unless he's hitting home runs. Uh, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. um, in looking at his team, you know, I, I, I assume that he's going to have, I assume that his offensive stats would compete uh, on most weeks, but that hasn't really been the case yet. No, I, I actually think his offense is the problem, um, which uh, actually we can load this up real quick. One of the other things while, before, while I load that up, um, his just comparing his offense, his breakdown um, is actually pretty good. It's, I mean, he's, he, he essentially should be like uh, 50, 50, um, record-wise, so he's right on par with uh, those expectations, really. Uh, but th- more to the point... That- I don't think those are the expectations that Jay has for his team, though. Mm, given the parity, I mean, it, it would be very surprising, and it is very surprising, to see anyone above 5-4 and four or 4-5 four and five as of right now. Um, that's my point. And Josh is probably the only exception, and as well as Vishnu. Everyone else is kind of glommed in the middle. As well as, well as Vishnu. So we've <laughs> got the, the, the opposite ends of the spectrum covered there. There's 10 teams basically very, very close to each other. Um, yeah, he's got four players in the top 100 um, year to date. It's very surprising to see Trevor Story this high. Um, yeah, I guess he has nine home runs and 41 RBIs. It's, same number of RBIs as uh, Alvarez. Um, one short of the lead. CJ Cron is 42 on his team. Anyway, the, to the point, like I think Trevor Story is having a really awful year. And he's actually, you know, eight stolen bases, nine home runs, and some counting stats. It's It hasn't improved for the record looking month to month. Trevor Story, though, uh, is it's kind of a, it's got a lot of doubles. I don't know, man. It, like, he needs Trevor Story to be a top twenty player in order to really surge forward. And, uh, and wasn't that always one of the? And Castellanos is having a bad year too. Isn't it one of the concerns about Story? Was the question of okay, what happens when he leaves course? Yeah, what do you think would happen? He strikes out a lot. Well, that's what I'm. I mean, I'm just saying that it's it's you know. We'll see what it turns out year end. What what his sta- his stats look like? But guess how many strikeouts he's on pace for? Story. Mm-hmm. Two hundred. Three off. One ninety seven. That's pretty pretty incredible. Uh, we're, we're we're going way way too deep on that aspect. Um, but so uh, his Are offense. We, I, Jay, I think his offense. Jay needs to make some trades. Jay needs to get he, he needs to to rebuild here uh, is my point i don't think with the exception of jordan who he should not he trade he doesn't do teardowns like you 
So well, um, but, but my point is that that's fine. He's just going to keep. I think it'll be harder. Well, I, I think he's he, he's you know he's out of his era of Rizzo, Votto, Bryant. Um, the end of an era. Bellinger, like these guys that kind of kept him up. Those guys are all gone or with other teams in beef league. And I'm, I don't know. I, I just, there, there's, there's not that much that I'm excited about there. And it's like, if I looked at that, I'd be like, I'm trading for picks. I'm trading for minor leaguers. I'm trading for, you and know, yet, yet like the Cardinals and the giants, he rebuilds on the fly very quickly. I I'm confident he'll figure this out um, one way or the other and probably beat me in the uh, second half of the year. Um, a last, just last note on his breakdown. So I've alluded that his breakdown is right in the middle. Um, he is at 54 and 45, which is three games back from me. And he's like in, I think, fourth place, right next to you. Um, what are you? Uh, think about it. Uh, you are 56 and 43. So one game behind me and two games up on him. But the, the reason why I'm elevate this is that uh, his breakdown across every team is basically four and five, five and four, except really two teams you <laughs> nope uh you are uh six and three against him good job well, obviously um actually there's three teams uh chen and zavo which is really a, kind of a, an odd one uh of all the teams so good job um he good has beaten <laughs> he's beaten Chen six out of nine times and he's beaten Zavo seven out of ten uh nine times. Uh we're gonna ignore Vishnu for because everyone's beating him up. Uh you, on the other hand, are uh six and three against him, which maybe that's behind luck. I don't know. It is not. It's I actually built my team this year specifically to destroy and dismantle Jay's team. I have his recipe down and i can counteract it and find substitutes and this is i mean the, the hard part is that i do that with everybody so mm -hmm. i expect my breakdown to be amazing regardless but mm -hmm. this year i targeted jay i want him to really feel poorly about his team he has had three gap losses that's what happens when you have a garbage team wow okay uh he's lost five and a half to four and a <laughs> half to john um and six to four to me he lost he's had he's had a number of matchups where he's just barely lost um so you i know, think he beat it, me this year didn't he uh oh yes sorry he was one and two in uh in uh in gap uh wins and losses so he beat you in uh week three is his first victory of the year and then yeah. he beat, and he beat dave well, he beat me, and then I beat Dave. Dave, that's nothing. That's auto Dave versus anyone. That should be an automatic win, and people should be embarrassed if they lose to him. But anyway, we're try I'm, I'm trying to close on on a high note for Jay here. Uh, we're, we're, we've 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 destroyed his team in in criticism. That being said, he's honestly four and five. Breakdown says he should be five and four. Um, he, you know, he's pretty close to being six and three. And then if we, if he was six and three, I think we would be raising the flag and going like, what the hell is going on? And, oh, for sure. And I think his starting rotation is pretty darn good. It's fine. Um, and his offense, I has a lot of gaps, but um, yeah, it's a, it's well, a, a middle, a, a middle team in our ranking. How much do you think he could get for a 
Aaron Nola in a trade. I feel like he could probably trade Nola and get land himself a pitcher of maybe less renown, but of poten- same potential, potential or quality. I don't think he would do that. You know, the Jays like, legend like, is he only does one for one. Lowe's team has like, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, right? Like could Jay pull a Montas plus one of Lowe's thousands of young players for Aaron Nola? No. You don't think so? You don't think Lowe would do it? I don't think Jay would do that. No. Oh, well, okay. Well, I, yes, I agree. I don't think Jay would do it, but Jay doesn't trade. My point is, I think it would be smart for him to do that if you were able to get like a Montas and then a younger guy. And because like for me, I see Montas and I, I value them the same. And I know that I may be odd in that sense, but you're definitely I, I'm, not high, on, I'm not high on Nola. And I think that you can get something for him. For Nola. Um I, you know, Montas, I, 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 don't, I never think about, he's actually quite good. He's fine. Um, he's really good, but that's my point. Like Montas is like always moved around and he's, he's on a crap team, but he's, I, I like Montas more than I like Nola. Shoot. I prefer Cortez, Nestor Cortez to Aaron Nola. I'm not a Nola guy. I don't like Nola. And I think that a lot of the league and a lot of fantasy owners really like Nola. And you know, I, that's what I'm saying. There's value, like finding a guy like that that you can offload and get some talent and re rekindle your your keeper situation. Uh, maybe something he might want to consider at some point. He should, but he won't. He may. Then, he may be yeah. open to persuasion. I'm I'm doing my magic yeah. fingers right now, mm-hmm. and Jay's mm-hmm. listening on a beach in Leningrad, and. He he'll 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 I'll inspire him. Uh, who would you take, Teoscar Hernandez or Nick Castellanos? Castellanos. Castellanos because of his uh, the more the more he's done it for more years. Exactly. I, I, They're both I, having I, slow starts. So I had Teoscar. Uh, well, so here is so I have a trade out for Jay right now for Castellanos. Ooh, and it's been open for a while, and I think he expressed some interest in the beginning, but now his back down. He's busy. But uh, I offered him Zach Gallen for Castellanos. I think it's an interesting trade. Oh man, I think that's an interesting trade. I don't think he needs pitching though; he needs hitting. See, and I think he needs pitching more than like I think his hitters are. He's going to be. He's a ride or die with his his uh, six, and honestly, that Alex Wood, he has um, Tyler Anderson, who was on my team earlier this year. Um, for some okay, reason, do I, you I have every Dodgers pitcher on your team? You can't say like, "Oh, he's on my team." Oh my God, I forgot. <laughs> no, but like Donzel Walker and Burley. Anderson, Walker Burley, Burley, buddy. I know Walker Burley. I'm aware. Is I'm aware. he uh, Tommy John? No, they, I think they said a forearm sprain. Or strain, and it's going to be—he's going to be out for three months, which effectively puts him at, uh, as useless. He's a vegetable to me. Um, no yes. Offense, no offense to vegetables. Um, so, <laughs> cucumbers more, in particular, we definitely yeah, do not want funny. to offend cucumbers. I, I, I enjoy all sorts of vegetables, but more so, um, yeah. Bueller's out, um, and I had Gonsolin. You 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 tore me apart about having Gonsolin the last couple it's of years. So bad. And uh, and Tyler Anderson and. Um, 
both those guys are now in the rotation and they are doing quite well. Um, I've never said anything bad about Tyler Anderson for the record, but Gonsolin for starters, Gonsolin is a cat person, which I struggle with. Uh, sorry, Ken. I know that you're a cat guy too, but I struggle with like Gonsolin's like he, he is, he's not just a cat person. He is a cat. Uh, Aficionado. Yeah, something along those lines. Okay. And the other thing, the other thing is that you know, I, I I do I listen to Eno and some of the other guys, and they're just like they don't get it. His numbers, his, his I stuff, I know, doesn't equal what he's putting out. Which it's kind of, frankly, it's kind of like the Nestor Cortez thing, where sometimes just being quirky and having whatever it is, like subpar stuff, you can make it work. And maybe Gonsolin's, you know, they're they're similar in that sense. But yeah, I just I don't like Gonsolin. Um and, mm. and Burley's out now. So it'll be interesting to see. The Dodgers are Not they're still doing well. They're just they're reloading. Still, they're reloading. Yeah, they're doing well somehow, but it's like Muncie's awful, Bellingham's terrible. Uh the rest of their team is mostly garbage, with the exception of Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman. And yet they're still doing well. Uh, last little thing. What, what do you think Jay is in rank for home runs this year in our league? This is a fun one. What we mean? Sixth. You think sixth? Um, he's in second place behind Josh. Well, there you go. Two home runs. Uh, in so, stolen, so stolen bases. He, what do you think he's ranked? I'm not going to do all of them. Sixth. Sixth. <laughs> middle no he's a second last um there you go he's really you know jay and josh have very similar profiles in that sense um josh is just more effective so far yeah and and it's where so jay having second most home runs that's not surprising that's what the preseason prediction said and that's where i'm kind of like you can afford to get rid of a guy like castellanos you can afford to get like obviously you hold on to alvarez but you know at a certain point are you, are, are you going to try to make the playoffs this year and win with that team? And do you think they can do it realistically? Or are you going to try to acquire some talent because you've kind of lost some here in the last few years? So mm-hmm. he's got, he'll have an interesting decision to make here at, at uh, mid season, I think. And to your point, he's never been someone to, to fire sale. No, but uh, who knows? You know, I'm looking at my year-to-date stats. I'm second to last in in quality starts. Nope, no, nope. I, I stand corrected. Terrible. Last, last. And I, yeah. I look, you know, my rotation needs some some help. Then, and losing Bueller, Bueller doesn't help. Anyway, it doesn't. Well, the thing that you should know is that I'm trading pitching. <laughs> so, if you're interested in getting rid of Julio Rodriguez at any point, I'm happy to trade you. Cookie Carrasco or Zach Gallons or uh, you Darvish. Don't like either of them um, or all three of them. I mean, I understand why. I understand why. Um, Giolito never gets any uh, quality starts. Gossman and Scooble. He can't make it past the fifth inning. (laughs) Gossman and uh, Scooble have been fine and good. Um, Everyone else has been mediocre and or injured on my team so well um, scooble is he had a bad start this last week i think first one in like year to date 
Yeah. Yeah. But, but for me, it's always one of those, it's frankly, it's the same thing that the first time Kyle Wright had his bad first bad start. I'm kind of like, uh Oh, <laughs> you know, have, the have I been riding a, I think Scooble is kind of similar uh, in a similar situation in my mind where it's kind of like this, he's having a career year was a highly touted guy and has had success in the past, but, if you yeah, begin to wonder pitching. like it's pitching yeah it's pitching, <laughs> it's pitching. Okay, who knows um yeah i this is gonna be a fluid i i got some work ahead of me but uh john gray has had 10 k's or more the last the two of the last three st- starts that doesn't happen very much anymore um and well, Tyler did, one out. of those was against the white Sox, so it doesn't really count it's i'm sorry that's a baseball team um so they are counts. and the white Sox actually don't have a lot of swing and miss i think they're not a huge k team uh but they're not good against his profile which is right-handed sli- pitcher with a good slider i suppose because the white Sox only have righties in their lineup that's true they don't really have much balance um, so i'm, I'm going to throw one thing out here speaking of the white Sox. I've made some moves here in the last few weeks, just odd, you know, fill in, fill in guys for, for my injured players. And I've had to think very hard with respect to who I drop. Mm-hmm. Specifically, everyone that I've dropped in the last week was up against Jan Mankata. <laughs> he's and been dreadful. <laughs> he's been awful. Tony doesn't like him, which also Tony should be fired but in any case it's it's been it's been really tough for me where you know i was i think the last pickup i made i I picked i dropped velasquez for kim the the shortstop for the the dodgers uh who has four games in in cores this week and i just remember thinking like velasquez 28 year old not good Mm-mm. And I still had to think really hard of like, should I drop him because shortstop is tougher to fill than third base and Moncada is so bad. <laughs> like Moncada has so, been so bad that like, it's something weird. Like, he is just, it's, I think that he's one of those players where he's going to get I, white I hot. Th- he's going to get really, really hot. No, uh, I don't think so. I think he's done. I, I, I think he's, then you I should think cut he's him. done, man. Cut him. Uh, I, I, it is very so. This is this is the new segment, which is have I cut Moncada this week yet? <laughs> and I, I think what I'm going to do is you know put together like my list of players that I've picked up and dropped, and how close Moncada came to being cut until it finally happens because it, it, it's coming and it will be it will be here sooner than than he expects because he's also going to get a letter from me um, when I cut him, and I'm will going to talk a, about. Will there be a ceremony? No ceremony. It's going to be, it's going to be a letter to him being like, look, this is really emotionally taxing for me and it shouldn't be, but it's all your fault. And this is why you suck. Mm. That's going to be the letter. Okay. So uh, yeah, yeah he, he's done. He's, he's done, done. Socks should get rid of him. He's done, done, done. He definitely should be um, cut. And I don't understand why you're holding on to him, but that's your choice. Well, the waiver wire ain't that great, bud. No, it's pretty dreadful. There's a non-zero chance that I'm wrong about Moncada and that he might get white hot. And I look at the people on the, the wire and I'm like, none of those guys are ever going to get hot. <laughs> no, no. It's, it, yeah, it's, 
as a res the resident of the uh, free agent wire, I uh, I know it very well, and um, there's nothing good out there. Um, Can you explain how you're a resident of the free agent wire? I just, I've I've been uh, I've been watching a little bit of the wire, and uh, it's just stuck in my head. I don't know. Okay, okay. I'm gonna blame that one on COVID. Mm. Again, I don't get it. Brain when fog. You say you're Brain a fog. Resident of the free agent wire it makes me. It would lead me to believe that you are a free agent yourself. No, I, I have a a beach chair and I'm sitting right outside Got the door it. Got to it. the wire and As a uh, I'm waiting. Guest of, I'm waiting uh, for a really good one to go in, and I'll stand up and and use my ticket and I'll get that good player uh, out of the uh, of the uh, free agent group. And I've been waiting, and there has not been anyone good. Nope. It's really nope. sad. Um, I'll sure. drop Mercado. You'll pick him up, and he'll become good just despite uh, me. I was wondering about, like, Chris Archer or Chris Flexen oh. tonight. <laughs> and that was a disaster. Um, you made, we went through last week some of your questionable pitching pickups, but uh, none of which have really – like, Bradish, is he still on your team? Nope, cut. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping that you started him this week. In any case, uh, all right. So, so we're over an hour here, and this is the the COVID episode. So, I I, I don't know how confident we are that, uh, or at least that I am, that this is going to be good radio, coherent, <laughs> coherent. But uh, it's not. But we made it. We made it, Chip, and uh, we have the rest of the week to recover, and we'll we'll catch up with everybody next week when chip who is heavily favored in our matchup this week will likely be telling you how he just barely beat me you mean you you mean destroyed by the way it's six to four in case people are curious when i I said it's really irrelevant what what's going on right now uh it's six for four and uh it'll be uh an interesting so please stay tuned to the matchup this week and uh Please uh, ping us if you uh, have any ideas of how Alex is going to be. Um, how, did, how did we say it? Uh, rung it's, up, but <laughs> it's it's six to four because you had a guy come in and pitch an inning and not and? give up a run or a hit. And well, it's a relief appearance against a start. I'm just uh, it's six to four, but you're anyway. You have a player named Lane Thomas who I don't believe exists. I think you hacked into the system and put a player in there, called that, and and added some stats to his name. I don't believe so, he exists. Interestingly, this is a nice little side bet for us. Who <laughs> who is going to have the better counting stats at the end of the week? Lane Thomas or Giovanni Soto? Juan Soto? Yeah, the butt shaker, the rum shaker. <laughs> they both play for Washington. They might be hitting each other in. I think that Lane Thomas is going to have the better counting stats, one to one. So, like one, we get one for a run, one for an RBI, one for a home run, and one for a steal. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it next week. Um, if one does not do better than Lane Thomas by a margin. Then you have to trade me Julio Rodriguez. Deal. No, no. <laughs> you know, Deal. you're getting close to a do not draft list. He, it, Julio is getting close to the, that side at this point due to your harassment. D- due to my, oh my goodness. 
that poor soul, that poor kid is just trapped on Fernie Willow. Where, what, like, are like, you concerned about his life or, or yes, <laughs> yes, Oscar Tavares. Daryl Kyle. Uh, it doesn't not not apples to apples. Oscar Jose, Tavares is very Jose good. Fernandez. Oh, you can keep going. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, anyway. folks. So, uh, good episode, Chip. Hope you feel good this week, and we will we'll catch you all next week. Stay hydrated, uh, and uh, we'll see you guys next week somehow, some way. And I will win. What are you wearing? Is there anybody in there?